Welcome to the Buddha's Wisdom Podcast. In this second series of the Buddha's Wisdom Podcast, we are going through the Majjhima Nikaya, the Middle Discourses of the Buddha. This episode is the 24th Sutta of the Majjhima Nikaya, the Ratavinita Sutta, which is known in English as the Prepared Chariots. This teaching principally involves the Venerable Sariputta and the Venerable Punna from Mantani engaging in a discussion about the purpose of living the holy life. This translation of the Ratavinita Sutta is by Bhikkhu Sajato and was sourced from Sutta Central. This and other useful links can be found in the show notes to this episode. The Ratavinita Sutta Prepared Chariots So I have heard. At one time, the Buddha was staying near Rajagaha in the bamboo grove, the squirrel's feeding ground. Then several mendicants who had completed the rainy season residence in their native land went to the Buddha, bowed and sat down to one side. The Buddha said to them, In your native land, mendicants, which of the native mendicants is esteemed in this way? Personally having few wishes, they speak to the mendicants of having few wishes. Personally having contentment, seclusion, aloofness, energy, ethics, immersion, wisdom, freedom, and the knowledge and vision of freedom, they speak to the mendicants on all these things. They're an advisor and instructor, one who educates, encourages, fires up, and inspires their spiritual companions. Puna, son of Mantani, sir, is esteemed in this way in our native land. Now at that time, Venerable Sariputta was meditating not far from the Buddha. Then he thought, Puna, son of Mantani, is fortunate, so very fortunate, in that his sensible spiritual companions praise him point by point in the presence of the teacher and that the teacher seconds that appreciation. Hopefully, some time or other, I'll get to meet Venerable Punna, and we can have a discussion. When the Buddha had stayed in Rajagaha as long as he pleased, he set out for Savati. Travelling stage by stage, he arrived at Savati, where he stayed in Jeta's Grove and Natapintika's monastery. Punna heard that the Buddha had arrived at Savati, Then he set his lodgings in order and, taking his bowl and robe, set out for Savati. Eventually, he came to Savati and Jeta's grove. He went up to the Buddha, bowed, and sat down to one side. The Buddha educated, encouraged, fired up and inspired him with a Dhamma talk. Then, having approved and agreed with what the Buddha said, Puna got up from his seat, bowed, and respectfully circled the Buddha, keeping him on his right. Then he went to the dark forest for the day's meditation. Then a certain mendicant went up to Venerable Sariputta and said to him, Reverend Sariputta, the mendicant named Punna, of whom you have spoken so highly, after being inspired by a talk of the Buddhas, left for the dark forest for the day's meditation. Sariputta quickly grabbed his sitting cloth and followed behind Punna, keeping sight of his head. Punna plunged deep into the dark forest 
and sat at the root of a tree for the day's meditation, and Sariputta did likewise. Then in the late afternoon, Sariputta came out of retreat, went to Punna, and exchanged greetings with him. When the greetings and polite conversation were over, he sat down to one side and said to Punna, Reverend, is our spiritual life lived under the Buddha? Yes, Reverend. Is the spiritual life lived under the Buddha for the sake of purification of ethics? Certainly not. Then, is the spiritual life lived under the Buddha for the sake of purification of mind? Certainly not. Is the spiritual life lived under the Buddha for the sake of purification of view? Certainly not. Then, is the spiritual life lived under the Buddha for the sake of purification through overcoming doubt? Certainly not. Is the spiritual life lived under the Buddha for the sake of purification of knowledge and vision of the variety of paths? Certainly not. Then, is the spiritual life lived under the Buddha for the sake of purification of knowledge and vision of the practice? Certainly not. Is the spiritual life lived under the Buddha for the sake of purification of knowledge and vision? Certainly not. When asked each of these questions, you answered, Certainly not. Then what exactly is the purpose of leading the spiritual life under the Buddha? The purpose of leading the spiritual life under the Buddha is extinguishment by not grasping. Reverend, is purification of ethics extinguishment by, by not grasping? Certainly not. Is purification of knowledge and vision extinguishment by not grasping? Certainly not. Then, is extinguishment by not grasping something apart from these things? Certainly not. When asked each of these questions, you answered, certainly not. How then should we see the meaning of this statement? If the Buddha had declared purification of ethics to be extinguishment by not grasping, he would have declared that which has grasping to be extinguishment by not grasping. If the Buddha had declared purification of knowledge and vision to be extinguishment by not grasping, he would have declared that which has grasping to be extinguishment by not grasping. But if extinguishment by not grasping was something apart from these things, an ordinary person would become extinguished, for an ordinary person lacks these things. Well then, Reverend, I shall give you a simile, for by means of a simile, some sensible people understand the meaning of what is said. Suppose that, while staying in Savati, King Persenadius Kosala had some urgent business coming up in Saketa. Now, between Savati and Saketa, seven prepared chariots were stationed ready for him. Then Persenadi, having departed Savati, mounted the first prepared chariot by the gate of the royal compound. The first prepared chariot would bring him to the second, where he'd dismount and mount the second chariot. The second prepared chariot would bring him to the third. The third prepared chariot would bring him to the fourth. The fourth prepared chariot would bring him to the fifth. 
the fifth prepared chariot would bring him to the sixth. The sixth prepared chariot would bring him to the seventh, where he'd dismount and mount the seventh chariot. The seventh prepared chariot would bring him to the gate of the royal compound of Sarketa. And when he was at the gate, friends and colleagues, relatives and kin would ask him, Great king, did you come to Sarketa from Savati by this prepared chariot? If asked this, how should King Persenidae rightly reply? The king should reply, Well, while staling Savati, I had some urgent business come up in Sarketa. Now, between Savati and Sarketa, seven prepared chariots were stationed ready for me. Then, having departed Savati, I mounted the first prepared chariot by the gate of the royal compound. The first prepared chariot brought me to the second, where I dismounted and mounted the second chariot. The sixth prepared chariot brought me to the seventh, where I dismounted and mounted the seventh chariot. The seventh prepared chariot brought me to the gate of the royal compound of Sarketa. That's how King Persenidae should rightly reply. In the same way, reverend, purification of ethics is only for the sake of purification of mind. Purification of mind is only for the sake of purification of view. Purification of view is only for the sake of purification through overcoming doubt. Purification through overcoming doubt is only for the sake of purification of knowledge and vision of the variety of paths. Purification of the knowledge and vision of the variety of paths is only for the sake of purification of knowledge and vision of the practice. Purification of knowledge and vision of the practice is only for the sake of purification of knowledge and vision. Purification of knowledge and vision is only for the sake of extinguishment by not grasping. The spiritual life is lived under the Buddha for the sake of extinguishment by not grasping. When he said this, Sariputta said to Purna, What is the Venerable's name, and how are you known among your spiritual companions? Reverend, my name is Purna, and I am known as Mantani Putta among my spiritual companions. It's incredible, Reverend. It's amazing. Venerable Purna, son of Mantani, has answered each deep question point by point as a learned disciple who rightly understands the teacher's instructions. It is fortunate for his spiritual companions, so very fortunate, that they get to see Venerable Purna, son of Mantani, and pay homage to him. Even if they only got to see him and pay respects to him by carrying him around on their heads on a roll of cloth, it would still be very fortunate for them. And it's fortunate for me, so very fortunate, that I get to see the Venerable and pay homage to him. When he said this, Puna said to Sariputta, What is the Venerable's name, and how are you known among your spiritual companions? Reverend, my name is Upatissa, and I am known as Sariputta among my spiritual companions. Goodness! I had no idea I was consulting with the Venerable Sariputta, the disciple who is fit to be compared with the teacher himself. If I'd known, I wouldn't have said so much. It's incredible, Reverend. It's amazing. Venerable Sariputta has asked each deep question point by point, 
as a learned disciple who rightly understands the teacher's instructions. It is fortunate for his spiritual companions, so very fortunate, that they get to see Venerable Sariputta and pay homage to him. Even if they only got to see him and pay respects to him by carrying him around on their heads on a roll of cloth, it would still be very fortunate for them. And it's fortunate for me, so very fortunate, that I get to see the Venerable and pay homage to him. And so these two spiritual giants agreed with each other's fine words. This ends the Ratavinita Sutta. If you've enjoyed listening to the Buddha's Wisdom Podcast, please subscribe via your favourite podcast player for easy access to future episodes. And share this podcast with friends and family who may benefit from this easily accessible teaching. If you'd like to find out more about the Buddha's Wisdom Podcast, you can go to the everydaydharma.net website. If you'd like to support this free distribution Dhamma project by making a one-off or recurring donation, follow the Ko-Fi link in the show notes below. Thank you for listening. May you all find happiness and peace. Thank you.